This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of our preview show, our show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture. In this case, it's Arsenal against Bournemouth at home at the Emirates. We play at three o'clock tomorrow afternoon, UK time, which of course means there is no televised coverage here in the UK. Um, I fortunately will, in fact, be there uh, tomorrow. Got found out today, which I'm very, very happy about. I'm going to be at the game tomorrow covering it. So very much looking forward to being inside the stadium and being able to witness it. I know that plenty of people here in the UK may struggle um, to be able to view the fixture. So it's not something I'm going to be taking for granted. It's, uh, it is also an interesting game because it's a rare occasion that we play after Manchester City. Um, but that, of course, is the case tomorrow as Man City play against Newcastle United in the early kickoff on Saturday, with Arsenal potentially having the chance, if indeed Newcastle can do us a favour, to open that gap up even more. We can keep our fingers crossed. But as always with our preview shows, what we do is we bring in, of course, our fantastic guests and the community in our Discord server. So let's introduce you to our couple of guests for today's show. First of all, joining us all the way down in the south is Alex. How are you doing, Alex? You good, Joel? Yeah, I'm not too bad, thank you. Like I say, I'm just recovering from a from a cough. So if there's any uh, any leftovers from it i i apologize but it should be all right no i'm glad to see it and see that you're on the men mate good stuff lovely job uh and making his debut on the preview show it's aaron how you doing aaron you good you well very good thank you very much and an absolute pleasure to be here absolute pleasure to have you on the show lovely to have a debutant on always uh you're joining us from west london uh you told us before we came on um it's actually a uk-based preview which is a bit of a rarity uh these days uh which is you know never ever a problem but certainly it's nice i think um to have a uk-based show i think for the first time in i'm trying to think back the last time all three of our members that came on the show were just uk-based but uh our uh, our wider network are sleeping clearly on the opportunity today but uh Plenty to discuss still. Alex, Bournemouth, the team you know fairly well. How do you feel about Arsenal facing them today? Tomorrow. Uh, um, I don't know today. Well, those <laughs> that listen tomorrow, it must be today. But, you know, <laughs> now it's tomorrow. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, 
got to be vaguely careful about what I say because I can't s- slate anyone too badly. But I feel pretty confident. <laughs> um, feel pretty confident um, with regards to the Arsenal at the moment. I think, you know, away it might be a different fixture, but we're at the Emirates. We'd be expecting to get a result, and I'm I'm hoping we can get a bit of bit of goal difference, uh, get a bit of an increase in in the goal difference because that's the one thing that. Um, well, until the last couple of games, certainly, I think there's been a been a worry. But um, we're getting back up towards City. So, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I'm going to ask you shortly about kind of the threats that Bournemouth have. You can talk about them in glowing terms. Um, so we'll get onto that <laughs> soon. Um, but Aaron, you know, Bournemouth are a side that we managed to fairly comfortably beat earlier in the season when we travelled down to the Vitality <laughs> Uh, Martin Odegaard, Gabriel Jesus and uh, William Saliba with a bit of a cracker as well um, in the opening few games of the season. Are you kind of expecting a similar level of dominance or do you think we may even go one step further and, and get to the heights that we scored against Everton on Wednesday? Well, yeah, I think it's going to be a, another 4 nil. if I'm being honest. Um, mm. I'm pretty confident in seeing what I saw on Wednesday night against Everton. I thought it was a fantastic thought. Okay, you know, we was a bit frustrated for 35, 40 minutes. Um, as soon as we got that sack of goal, a moment of magic just unlocks them games. And the second half, it was actually nice to sort of sit back again and watch Arsenal in real free-flowing sort of football. You know, I really enjoyed that second half. And we sort of won in three different ways. You know, the Aston Villa game, we had a good second half, but it was, you know, one of them late winners. They're always fantastic for morale. Um, you got the Leicester game, which was, we, we dominated the first half, you know, should have been maybe more 1-0 up. I won't talk about much more than that um, in the first half, refereeing decisions. Um, and then, yeah, I, I think we're on a bit of a good run at the minute and another home game. We've won every single game, I think, in the Premier League era against Bournemouth at home. They haven't kept a clean sheet. Um, so I, I was Dude, that's a hell of a, a stat. The same. Yeah. <laughs> I've done my uh, research, Tom. Well, his research, love it. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. No, yeah, I, look, I think uh, I remember, I think we may have, like, away from home against Bournemouth, I know that there's obviously Mikel Arteta's first game in charge was against Bournemouth. I think that was 2-2. Two, two? Was it 2-2? Two, two? I think it might yeah, have been 2-2. Two, 2-3 two, two two one, one. Three as one of them. That it, was, was, it was a high-scoring draw, uh, I think is what it was, yeah. Um, Bamiyang, I think, got on the score sheet that day. And we started with Reese Nelson, I think, was on the right-hand side. Um for, for that fixture. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting fixture for us at home because we have dominated it a bit like the Everton game on Wednesday, you know, seven out of eight wins where we've played Everton at home, but away from home, we've struggled. And at Bournemouth, you know, we've got uh, games where you look back, I remember the Olivier Giroud celebrations of the Scorpion kick when we were, I think that was 3-3. Uh, and and obviously Alexis Sanchez like kind of baying at the guy to try and get him back to the halfway line to see if we can nick a winner in the last few minutes. Ali was off celebrating, but uh, at home, as you say, Aaron, yeah, our record is is very good. Alex, in terms of in terms of Bournemouth and their and the threats that they possess, talk us through kind of what challenge Arsenal might be coming up against. Um, well, I think Dominic Solanke in particular is someone who. Having watched him a lot of times this season, um, especially at the home games where I've gone to watch, he's always puts himself about. He was, you know, whatever you say about the Man City result, where it was four-one Man City. I think he he always um, gives a hundred percent, so he's not gonna give it have a quiet time for the centre half certainly. 
Um, then they've made some January reinforcements. They've got Hamed Traore um, on loan, um, I think, from Satsuolo. Satsuolo. Um, and they've got Dango Atara, who's joined as well. Um, and both of them have looked very bright. Um, obviously, I think, like you say, haven't kept a clean sheet, so it's quite obvious from that point of view where the frailties lie. Um, but I don't think anyone's... They're not going to lie down in, in those terms, even at, at the Emirates. Um, and, you know, you can't... Looking at their league position as well, I think you have to consider that they're in uh, a scrap potentially. So, you know, teams fighting for their lives can never be underestimated as we've learned Absolutely. all too well in the last few seasons. I mean, they, they've they played majority of their games, in fact, nearly all of them with the back four. Uh, and then when Man City came calling, they switched to a back five. Um, do you think they'd do the same thing again tomorrow? Or because it went so badly, they might just go back to what they know? I think they'll play a back five, uh, a five-two-three is mm. what they'll play. Um, however, it it often looks very different because they're very much a team that when they do break, that's when they're at their most dangerous because they do have a lot of pace. Um, so I think we've been quite good at dealing with teams who have been counter-attacking this season, but that's something to be mindful of is need to stop things at source and not let them get off and get their legs running down, running into the channels or running anything like that. And that's one thing that Dominic Solanke does offer is he runs into the channels constantly. So um, you have to keep an eye on it. Um, Aaron, so. are you in it? Sorry, Alex. I completely right, no, when, no. Whenever <laughs> he pauses, I'm like, he's done. No, no, he's no, not no. Done, no. You go, you go. <laughs> uh, I, I was just gonna, go, just gonna matter on. So you go. Dan says, Alex, are you gonna start for Bournemouth tomorrow? So <laughs> <laughs> where's Dan Robert? Me, the little one in the chat box, trying to wind people up. Um, Aaron, like I know you said, or you feel like it's going to be another four 0 win. But is there any part of of that Bournemouth team that you're concerned about? They, as Alex said, they brought in a couple of uh, of January additions. Uh, Atara, obviously for Lorient this season, six goals, six assists. But and has come into the Premier League and got two assists as well already since joining. I mean, anyone else in that team that you're looking at as a potential threat? Yeah, I mean. Um... I know, obviously, Dominic Solanke is their main number one striker. Um, so, we've obviously got to watch out for him. Uh, I know he's uh, he's around sort of six foot. And Saliba has been sort of handling a tall sort of presence player. Not the best as of late. So, maybe we'll have to sort of watch out of that. But then to counter that, Gabrielle's been fantastic at sort of covering him. Um, but obviously, you're going to pose a threat. And sort of one thing I did want to ask, Alex, is do you think you'll sort of come and try and attack us, Bournemouth? Or do you reckon we're sort of going to come up with a low block and it's going to be a frustrating sort of affair? I think I think it will suit Bournemouth better to play in a low block. Um, because I think, yeah, to be slightly political, um, I, I, think, I think that we'll get picked off if we try and come out swinging too much. So, Loving the, and, the gymnastics you're having to go through. So the players such as Jack Stevens, who, who will most likely start, Marcus Sinesi, Lloyd Kelly potentially if he's back, are very much like last-line defenders, low-block defenders, good, good aerially. Um, 
not necessarily the most creative of heads, but I think I think then you do have options higher up the pitch that can get you out of tight situations. So I think it will most likely be a low block. I think if they came out attacking, especially with the form that we're in, uh, Arsenal are in, um, it it might be a difficult day. Do um, Bournemouth play a lot of like the dark arts in terms of uh, going down the floor and oh, rolling around? Oh, you might be going too far I'm, there, Aaron. I'm sort of, what I'm, sort of be... uh, yeah, I'm just sort of, you know, sort of gauging what I'm going to expect on Saturday as well. Um, no more or less than every other Premier League team, I'd say. Good answer. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah, it's a good answer. Yeah, it's a good answer. <laughs> He knows how to play the game. Lovely stuff. Um, let's go to our lineups and of what we're picking. Uh, Alex, talk us through your selection because I'm surprised you've gone with Smith Rowe and you've made a few other changes to the starting eleven as well. Talk us through your reasons why. Um, yeah, so I, I think Smith Rowe, in in hindsight, may have been slightly premature, but I would like him to start. Um, yeah, I I, th- I think his his cameo coming on. You know, he had some bright moments. Um, I think he will, regardless of whether he starts or comes on, I think he'll play a part. Um, and I'd like to think that we can start getting him back in the squad. I think we've got a lot of games coming up. Uh, we've, you know, we've got um, sporting, we've got um, obviously the Premier League fixtures to fulfil. Um, and I, I think we need to start a bit of rotation. Um, I think part of it is Martinelli. I think he needs a break. I know he's just scored two goals, but I would like to see him scoring goals in the Europa League as well. Uh, I'm slightly worried about the load that some of the players are getting, um, especially in that front line at the moment because of the injuries we've got. I think now that the players are coming back, such as Emil Smith-Rowe, they need to have a look at that. And then Tierney and Tomiyasu, I think, I want, I think Ben White, has had a mixed few games uh, and I think Tomiyasu would be really good to come in and deal with um, the threat posed on the wings if that's what it comes to. I think he's very good at one-on-one defending, probably better than Ben White, I'd say. And Kieran Tierney for similar reasons. I know we don't use them in, don't use that left-sided fullback in that way. Um, but I think, it, it would be good to get give him a run out. Uh, I know there's talks, um, not necessarily um, fruition talks, but there's talks of him potentially leaving. I personally would like him to stay. Um, oh. I think he would be a really good um, player to have when we get into the Champions League. Um, you know, having having that quality of um, competition, uh, and then the rest sort of speaks for itself apart from party maybe but i if he's if he start he's come on and played the second half against everton i don't see any reason why he can't start yeah no i I think there are games where we're going to see rotation i think obviously we played a few games in, in quick succession that that we might see rotation happen in this game i think that the number of changes that we might see is going to be more happening in the europa league on thursday um but mm. I could absolutely see, you know, one or two differences from the team that we saw uh, against uh, against Everton. I mean, talking about kind of one end of the spectrum to the other, Aaron, you've gone certainly very much more playing with the favourites. Is this kind of what you want or is what you're expecting Arteta to do? 
Um, it's it's more sort of what I want really. And mm. other than the Jesus Trossard thing, I know Jesus is injured. That's probably yeah. our best team. And the reason why I've gone for that is one, they're in sort of a good mood, and two, we have got that European fixture on Thursday. I think we can afford to go hard again at home, and you know, make some changes. But we'll say if if Alex's team was to line up, I'd be more than happy with with the way he set his team out. You know, we've we've got some good squad depth now. Um, I'd love to see ESR come on, maybe sort of not start, but I'd definitely love to see him get some minutes. Um, but but yeah, I feel like we should go strong for this game. Try and really go for the three points. Keep because we don't know the gap could be close to two points come three o'clock. Um, I really think it's important that we 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 uh, push to get them three points. Yeah, and then make some that make the more changes for the Thursday European game. And obviously we've got um, Fulham away as well, haven't we on Sunday? So. That's another very big game, you know. I'd like. You're expecting City support. to beat Newcastle then in the early kickoff. <sighs> you know, if you'd have asked me this question maybe a month or so ago, I'd have said, yeah. you know, I think Newcastle could hold out for a draw minimum and maybe even nick something. But they've just come out of form, haven't they? Just that little bit too, um, little bit sort of too soon for that for for them to nick a draw against Man City. I, I think Man City will win. Uh, frustratingly, but who knows, you know, I'll be listening to that game on the car journey down there and I'll be holding the wheel, but I'll also have my hands uh, together praying that they can draw or nick something. Yeah, no, fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Um, I, I really, 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 really hope that we see Newcastle pull something <laughs> off in that game because it really, you know, yeah. I was writing about it today and there's it's interesting because the last time we played a game two and a half hours after, um, the kickoff of the of the city game um was on new year's day when city played at home against everton drew 1-1 and then we beat brighton 4-2 and we went seven points clear and that exactly situation could happen again tomorrow uh, which would obviously be fantastic um for me i've only made the one change from your side uh, aaron i've brought Vieira into the midfield i've been saying this for a couple of weeks now i just kind of want to see it happen i know it'll probably happen during the game against sporting on thursday but uh, I do think that Fabio Vieira being kind of bring it brought into this game here. I think the Xhaka probably will play anyway in the Europa League. I think that's one of the consistent figures that Arteta will use in the Europa League. If he plays Vieira, it will probably be instead of Erdegaard's more than anything else. So I think bringing in Vieira into this team is is fine for me. I'll be going up against a team in Bournemouth who I, you know, as as Alex and us and Aris have talked about, I think we'll sit back more, we'll play more defensively, which would give us the opportunity to be a little bit more creative and a little bit more committal in attack. And I think adding a Vieira into this team is exactly what will do that. Uh, on Eddie and Ketia, the understanding I have is that the club aren't 100% sure in terms of how long Eddie is going to be out for, if if at all. There, the suggestions that I've heard that he, he could still be in contention for tomorrow, but they've they've been pretty standoffish and we're giving kind of a verdict on this ankle problem um, that he's got. He may not be in the squad tomorrow. Um, that's, a, that's a reality that we might be facing. But with Gabriel Jesus close to a return, fingers crossed it won't be too much of an issue for us. Um, but of course, having Eddie and Ketty available, especially with this Europa League fixture coming and, and that kind of extra responsibility that we've got, it would have been much better if we'd have had Eddie and Ketty available to us. And potentially another reason why I'm really kind of keen for us to have three striking options for next season, um, because stuff like this, it could happen, especially with Champions League to come Balligan. as well. The rest of the team picks itself. Um, Ramsdale, White, Saliba, Gabriel, Zinchenko, Partey, Vieira, Odegaard, Sakatros, and Martinelli is the team. Did someone jump in? I feel like I, over, I talked over someone. 
Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, I, I just said about Balogun, you know, have three striking options coming in possibly next season. Uh, yeah. That could be another little option for us in the Champions League. He's doing fantastic. Definitely. Isn't he? Definitely. Mm. One, Indeed. Sorry. Go on. Oh, yeah. One of the things I do like about your team, and it'd be quite interesting is as well, is mm. um, having Vieira with Odegaard. <coughs> obviously, Vieira deployed on that left-hand side. He does seem mm. to have quite a bit of chemistry, doesn't he, with Martinelli on and off the field. Well, they so love it will be other. interesting to see that. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. yeah, and I'd love to see that play out positively. Mm, yeah, there was... Um, Arteta was asked the question, I think, after the game against Everton. Um, I think it was... Um, that asked the question, and it was, um, when we will when will we see um, Martinelli and Vieira play? And before he'd even finished the question, he just said, you will... You will see them play together. Um, so it is, it's in the plans. It's something that Arteta wants to do. And, and I think they do have a really good uh, relationship on and off the field, as you say, Aaron. So, yeah, it's certainly something I'm looking forward. Um, that's the clearest Peroni I've ever seen, by the way, Alex. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's a Heineken glass. You're not oh, is it Heineken? I've got yeah. that wrong. Not going to get go. in trouble for that, are you? you Zero percent on that one. No, no deals. <laughs> no, don't have to worry about that, mate. Don't worry about that at all. Um, let's, uh, yeah, other other beer glasses are available. If you like. <laughs> um, lovely stuff. Let's jump into the chat box and see what predictions uh, people have come up with. I did see that people were throwing some in earlier. Uh, we've also got uh black gemini in the chat says every team bu uh, is bullied by us they'll need uh their dark hearts i know arteta will set them up four nil clean sheet and goals i think i mean there's something that we haven't really talked about i suppose in getting goals is the fact that we are closing the gap a bit in terms of that goal difference i think the gap's six now uh i think we've got third is it 33 to 39 i think yeah so there is also the opportunity with that 4-0 win we had against Everton. If Newcastle can hold them, or even better, get a win, and suddenly you get a big result, all of a sudden you're, you're getting numbers that are very close to one another. So a big win is needed. Alex, are you going for a big win, scoreline and scorers? Um, I think we will win 3-1. Um, I... <laughs> I can uh, sense, like, how can I give Bournemouth as much credit as possible? <laughs> well, yeah, it might be. Um no, I th I think it will be three one. I think Saka will score, uh, and I think Emil Smith Rowe will score, and I think Erdegaard will score again. Uh, and for Bournemouth, why give Dom Solanke a goal? Why... I thought you might say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, how glorious the the celebration if Smith Rowe got on the score sheet. Mm. Now, if he comes off the bench or starts or whatever, probably yeah. off the bench more likely. But Absolutely. like. It would be brilliant yeah, to see. I, that. I was um, almost off my feet uh, when, when he had that little chance, him and Vieira. And yeah. Oh, I, thought, I was I gutted. Thought it was I, was, I thought it was gutted. It. Same. Yeah, he just couldn't get out his feet, could he? No. Um, yeah, gutted. Uh, Aaron, scoreline and scorers, fella. Yeah, um, I've gone for 4-0. I've gone for two for Martinelli. Uh, I've gone one for Trossard. And obviously, I've gone for a 35-yard screamer from Ben White. So Obviously, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's got to be done. It's got yeah, to be it's done. Got to be done. I'm with you, Tom. I'm with you. Absolutely. We are <laughs> going to set up a campaign. The only protest at the Emirates Stadium this season is to get Ben White a screamer from 30 yards to get him shooting. I'll be there. Range. 
Absolutely. Uh, Semi uh, says 3-0 Saka hat-trick just because he's him, which is fair enough. Nav says 7-0. Wow. Uh, Nate says 4-1. Afsar says 2-1. Jason's predicting a 4-1 comfortable win. Uh, David says 4-0. Greg also says 4-0. USA Guna says 5-0 for the boys with three from Saka. And Dan, oh, but we went four. We went five. So Dan's gone for 6-0. Walk in the park, he says, with Saka and Martinelli hat-trick. Sorry, Alex. <laughs> uh, Cross Tag says 5-0 Martinelli. Saka, Tross and a, uh, with a brace and Zinchenko with a goal as well at home. That would be his first home goal uh, in the Premier League, of course. His only goal in the Premier League is away at Aston Villa, as we all well know um, from earlier this season. Uh, by the way, when I after that game, I, I remember you might remember me saying it on the channel, but I said that one of the biggest curiosities I have is to see Zinchenko score and to see what he's like when he celebrates because he goes bloody mental when anyone else scores. So I was curious, and I'm I'm not going to lie, I felt shortchanged by his <laughs> celebration because it was very much more like, "Come on, lads, get back!" because it was the equalizer rather than one that put us into the lead. So if he does score, I want to see him go mad. I actually asked him after the game in the mix zone, after the Villa game, and he, he kind of just turned around and said, yeah, I'm not really happy with my performance. Like He didn't even give me like anything about how happy he was to score. So if he that's does get a goal... You know, that's that's yeah, what you like about it, isn't it? It's good. It's, it, yeah. he's, he's very similar to, um, to Ramsdale. You see how annoyed he gets if, if we mm. ever even come close Indeed. to conceding. Because at the end when he made that double save, which, by the way, was mm. out outrageous um yeah but that he was so angry you can tell in his face he's just like if, if he concedes and obviously you've seen on uh i'm assuming most people will have watched the um the documentary how how annoyed he got when he conceded that one goal yeah it, it's 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 what you want though um and goals um who is that against um Blaming like his his towel down i'm trying to remember the goal was it Brentford when we like we considered right at the end? Do you remember that? I think it was Norgard scored right at the end of the game. The oh, was it? Yeah, and we went two 0 up yeah. in the second half, and then Norgard scored right at the. It might have been that game because obviously we considered late, so it would make sense. But yeah, um, Amiris is four 0 Eddie Trossard, uh, Kivio with a header. That's an interesting <laughs> prediction. <laughs> now he might not be. <laughs> he might not get on the field again. Uh, Marcus says 3-1. Uh, Dave says I'm nervous, so I'm going for a two-one win. Uh, Still Panther. What? Steelers? I don't even know how that would split up. Steeler, Panther, Panthers, Pens. Panthers. I, I, I don't... American football teams, isn't it? Right. It, I, I'm guessing it was that. I was just trying to work out where the break in the words was. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, yes, uh, Steelers, Panther, Pens uh, is going for 3-1 to the Gunners. Uh, Keysby Knights going for a 7-3. Uh, Ashton's going for a 3-0. I mean, 7-3 is kind of crazy. I didn't give that the credit it deserved. Harvey says 4-1. And uh, scrolling down a little bit more, Sharma says 3-0 as well with Stephen uh, to get 2-1. Uh, Wayne says it was Aston Villa at home when Jacob Ramsey scored that why... That's some good memory, Wayne. Fair play to you, mate. That's that's much better than us. Uh, anyway, that brings us to an end of today's show. Little bit to note, and I will talk about this in more detail in tomorrow morning's morning show, but some breaking news as we were live. Moises Caicedo has signed a brand new contract at Brighton, um, which is very interesting indeed. <laughs> uh, how, how funny that is. I remember, the, <laughs> I remember a lot of Arsenal supporters pointing out Mark Kukurea, being sent to basically sit out the rest of the window and then he moved to Chelsea. And a lot of people referenced that to say, look, it doesn't matter if they send him, he'll still move on. 
well, let's not be as naive, maybe, because these things change in football very quickly. And, and that whole saga has got Brighton, you know, not only uh, Caicedo committed uh, for the long-term future, but, you know, they've kept a really key player until the end of the season as well. And Arsenal are going to have to look elsewhere in the summer. But we kind of knew that that was going to happen anyway with Declan Rice and the sounds it'll, of things. It'll cost £140 million now. Yes, he will. Yes, <laughs> double the price, double the price. And some fans would still pay that kind of oh, madly, yeah. but there you go. Um, Alex, thank you for your time, Matt. As always, thank you for the uh, political gymnastics of tiptoeing around your employer. I really appreciate you still coming on, giving your views, I? mate. Uh, I love no that Aaron really it. tested you as well. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. I couldn't no, it's, it's, all, it's, all part, it's all part of the fun. Um, and, yeah. you know, I, I, I doubt any, any players from my neck of the... Uh, academy will be uh, up there so 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 it's it's, it's not so bad but well you never know uh maybe i'll you be in trouble know. tomorrow morning so <laughs> it's gonna go yeah. in p45 incoming in. <laughs> oh Come dear in. i saw you on that show last night <laughs> yeah i'll have to, I'll have to do a quick u-turn <laughs> Three one ball, three one ball. That's what <laughs> Thanks, I thought you meant. Yeah, yeah. Indeed. So uh, when I was about to say, tell people where they could find you, other than uh, in the dungeons at Bournemouth. Yeah. Um, where um, else can they find you? <laughs> well, always on the Discord server. Honestly, encourage anyone to join. It's a really, um, well, I want to say relaxed. It's a, it's um, a more relaxed place <laughs> than, than the rest of social media. Um, but it's it's there's loads of different channels. Don't just talk about football. So it's always in, encouraged for new people to join. We've got uh, got a lot of members now. Actually, I was just looking at it the other day, uh, comparing it to when I joined about uh, a year and a bit ago. It's it's really grown a lot. So um, always encouraging new people. I'm trying to check. Um, it used to come up on the right-hand side. Uh, there it is. We've got now 335 members in that Discord server. Yeah. It is a growing community. I remember when it was like 20. Yeah, <laughs> I remember when it was less than 100, not quite 20. I don't think I've, I've been there for that long, but but I've been there a while. Um, yeah. yeah. But so people started joining. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Um, let's go to Aaron. Thank you so much for coming on and, and taking the plunge to jump on the show, mate. Brilliant debut, and uh, you smashed it. Tell people where they can find you. Yeah, just in the Discord server, and I'll sort of touch on what Alex said as well. Um, I encourage anyone, to, if you're sitting on the fence, you know, join. Join up. It's a fantastic Discord server. I've only been there for a month myself, and I'm already enjoying it so much already. So, yeah, just encourage you to join up. As Dan said, checks in the post. Lovely stuff. <laughs> the boys are well trained. <laughs> I know how to advertise that Discord server. <laughs> um, but no, in all seriousness, um, both Alex and, and Aaron, in a growing fashion, you know, only been there a month. And Alex has been there, for, I think, what, for over a year now in the Discord? Yeah. Um, you know, it's been, it's, it's a crazy and welcoming community. I mean, as soon as someone joins, people are like waving and saying hello almost immediately. So uh, do yeah. get involved if you'd like to join up as a member. Um, the link is in the description. Some people say they have issues trying to join up because iOS and iPhone doesn't really work. My recommendation is to use your laptops. Uh, that's usually the way that it's the best way to to access the membership scheme. So do uh, do try it, work it that way. And hopefully I'll see some of our North American members in Chicago, or as I like to call it, Aaron Ramsdale uh, in the summer. Uh, in April, not even the summer, certainly not the summer for, for Chicago. It's going to be very, very chilly and windy indeed. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. Thank you, everybody that's tuned into today's show. I'll be back tomorrow morning at 8 a.m. as always ahead of 
of the trip up to the Emirates. And uh, yeah, we look forward to hopefully Arsenal delivering another battering, sorry, Alex, to uh, their opponents <laughs> tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you again very soon. Have a fantastic evening and enjoy your Friday. You. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.